6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Uh, the province announcing, holding a news conference earlier today, in case you missed it, uh, no new health measures announced this afternoon by health leaders in this province. No new vaccine incentives were announced. Uh, no proof of vaccination mechanism announced today. But Minister Shandro, Tyler Shandro, did repeat that a QR code is in the works in Alberta, but there's no word exactly when it's going to come out. Tyler Shander also not budging on the questions from reporters about limiting access to public spaces for unvaccinated people. They did announce additional cash to free up space in hospitals. So hospitals, the staff can be reallocated to deal with the surge of COVID-19 cases right now. 1,510 new cases reported in the last 24 hours, which means we have about 16,000 active cases province-wide. There are now 679 people in hospital, 154 of those patients in intensive care. Two weeks ago, for perspective, there were only 74 four people in intensive care and only 336 people in hospital three weeks ago 221 people in hospital and 48 in intensive care so the covid situation is ramping up significantly and is showing no signs of slowing down how did we get here and could alberta have done things differently and if we did would it be as bad as it is right now well, Dr. Dean Carlin joining us on the drive this afternoon. Dr. Carlin is RMP, or excuse me, Pierce Professor of Physics out of the University of Victoria and Triumph. And Dr. Carlin, thank you for being here today. Uh, nice to join you, Ted. And uh, if, if people are listening and wondering what Triumph is, if I'm correct, it's Canada's Particle Accelerator Center, isn't it, Dr. Carlin? That's correct. It's yeah. on the UBC campus in Vancouver. Yeah, I, I am interested in that, but we'll have to save that for a conversation at a later date. Um, sure. t today we're talking with Dr. Carlin because uh, he's a member of British Columbia's COVID modeling group, a group which, by the way, occasionally tracks what's happening in Alberta. And Dr. Carlin, are you surprised at all that Alberta is where it is right now amid this fourth wave? Well, I'm not surprised in terms of projections that we made uh, many weeks ago under the uh, circumstance that no action be taken. I am surprised that it took so long for action to be taken. Hopefully it is enough to reduce uh, transmission. But it, it certainly is, is quite worrying where you find yourself right now. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And a lot of people who have been calling this show and texting uh, are expressing concern. Others, though, are, are just taking it in stride. Um, backing up a couple of months, Dr. Carlin, um, according to our premier and our chief medical officer of health, uh, COVID policy decisions earlier this summer were based on data out of the United Kingdom. Uh, th that, uh, that, that data must have been not solid numbers, or, or am I mistaken to assume that? Well, I think you're referring to the, uh, the suggestion that hospital demand will be far reduced in, uh, in Alberta for these, this future wave, the fourth wave that you're now in, based on some experience in the United Kingdom. That was suggested at the end of July publicly by um, at the time when it was also announced in Alberta that all measures to monitor COVID transmission would also be uh, yeah. ramped down. 
So, in fact, um, looking at the data at that time and, and since then, there was no suggestion in the majority of jurisdictions, that is, in all of the United States, all of those states had seen this Delta wave before coming to Alberta. And in those states, we could see that hospitalization demand was ramping up at the same level as expected. There was no decoupling mm-hmm. going on in the U.S. Now, for the U- United Kingdom, there appeared at the time that perhaps uh, one quarter of the load might be there. And it's, it's not absolutely clear why it would be different, but you wouldn't just base uh, a decision for which public health has, uh, you know, uh, great consequences on the on the healthcare system in Alberta, assuming that Alberta will follow the UK in terms of hospital demand, and not say all of the 50 states just south of the border. So I, I would say there wasn't strong evidence to 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 to, to back up that demand or that expectation for hospital demand being uh, much lower than previous waves. We're talking with Dr. Dean Carlin this afternoon, professor out of the University of Victoria, also a member of British Columbia's COVID modeling group, a group that does report occasionally on what's happening in Alberta. And uh, Dr. Carlin, uh, what are the most recent findings from your BC modeling group regarding the outlook here in Alberta? Well, the, the, the continuation of the, uh, the rise in cases and, in fact, the hospitalization both in ICU and non-ICU going up more quickly than what we expected given the, the rise in the number of cases. So that's, that's concerning. Now, the, the growth rate, how fast the cases are, are ramping up in Alberta, there's some good news and it's slightly slowing down uh currently best estimate of about four percent a day growth rate on average now as compared to six percent a little more than a week ago so that just means that this doubling time how long until you double you 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 gave a number of numbers at, at the beginning where you were seeing the icu usage doubling or the number of cases doubling now we're at a point where maybe two weeks before you see those numbers double, but you can't afford to see these numbers being doubled, right? Yeah. So you want this growth rate to come down even further. The measures that were brought in last Friday will take time before they actually are seen in the cases because the cases we see today are infections that were seven or ten days ago. So we're not going to see immediately an effect due to these uh, new measures brought in. The hope is, though, that there will be a, a reduction in transmission rate and that the, the growth rate in infections and the growth rate in cases will start to slow down further. And uh, But unfortunately, because we've already got these infections in the system, they're going to be producing hospitalizations and, and the, the numbers in the hospital will will continue to rise in the next week or so. Dr. Carlin, thank you for your perspective and time this afternoon. I I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Wish you the best and uh, 
let's hope uh, you guys get through this well. Yeah, you as well in BC. Thank you for that. That's okay. uh, that's uh, Dr. Dean Carlin, professor out of the University of Victoria, also a member of British Columbia's COVID modeling group, a group, by the way, that is also reporting occasionally and tracking what's happening in Alberta. And if you Google a BC COVID modeling group, you will find all of their YouTube presentations, by the way, uh, with the latest information. Don't know how far back the archive goes, but if you want to dig deep, uh, just Google BC COVID modeling group or Dr. Dean Carlin, K-A-R-L-E-N, and you will get all kinds of information on uh, the data that was out there and was available for health leaders in this province to have access to to base our current health policy on.